Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 57 of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. On today's episode, we have Marina Tarasova, the co-founder and chief operating officer of Paloma Health. Let's not waste any time. Let's bring her on. This call is now being recorded. Hi, Marina. Thanks so much for joining me on this Slice of Healthcare podcast. Hey, Jared. It's so good to be with you. How's your day going? Yeah, it's going great. It's um, yeah, nice to take a little break and, and chat about things and not be in uh, deep in the computer. So thanks for that. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to hearing more about your background and uh, Paloma. Uh, very excited. We, you and I got in touch not too long ago, and I, I've learned a little bit about the business, but I'm sure the audience is very excited to learn more about you and and the company. I, I think it'd be great if you could start by telling us a little bit about yourself, how you've gotten to this point, and then we can go into discussing Paloma Health. Sure, sure. So um, a little about myself. I've been in healthcare my whole career. Um, I kind of, uh, I think I started down this path because I switched from being um, in pre-med in, in my undergrad studies. Um, and I think I've always like regretted not being a doctor. So I've had a, a lot of doctor envy um, in my career. And I think it's driven me to be like as close to um, the delivery of healthcare as possible since then. So in undergrad, I studied um, business and information systems, it was called at the time. It was like a mix of computer science and um, like sort of computer analysis or systems analysis work. Um, and it was like during the time of the first, I guess, dot com boom. <laughs> and it seemed like it would be easier and kind of more lucrative to get a job there than going through the whole medical school um, path, which is how I made that decision. And um, I subsequently worked in a number of healthcare organizations. So I started my career in pharma and uh, worked on launches of um, many innovative medicines that were actually life-changing for people, which was really rewarding. One of the first jobs I ever had was actually on the sales side of the business, which is how a lot of times people in, in the pharmaceutical industry kind of um, learn the business and grow. So I was actually a, sold drugs, I like to joke, and I was a drug salesperson. Uh, one, of the one of the drugs that I sold was um, for thyroid conditions, which sort of brings me full circle now to the work I do at Paloma, but that was one of my earliest jobs. And I had the chance to work at um, large companies like Johnson & Johnson, launching innovative diabetes care, a cure for hepatitis C, um, and um, a couple other cool projects that I worked on there. Um, I worked also at um, Boston Consulting Group as a healthcare expert, it's called. So um, helping client teams and, and clients kind of um, go deeper on their healthcare business problems. And I've always had the idea and the desire to start something on my own and kind of have been fascinated by how technology is helping to enable better care for folks. And um, met my co-founder, G, just over, just about two years ago. Um, he had the idea for Paloma because of a friend suffering through hypothyroidism and talked to me about the idea from my background in selling um, the hypothyroid drugs and working with endocrinologists. I knew intimately the unmet need that existed in the market, and I knew um, something like Paloma had to be built. So it's been an exciting journey over the last two years to be building Paloma, and we've had now the pleasure of helping thousands and thousands of patients feel better. So it's been really rewarding. Now, 
how, how would you say you, you touched upon it just a little bit, but so being at Capsule and BCG, what was there certain parts of your experience working at those two organizations that I guess really helped you in uh, what you're doing over at Paloma? Yes. And thanks for, uh, yeah, I um, neglected to mention my time at Capsule. So I was um, early on at Capsule launching the direct-to-consumer pharmacy in New York, which was a lot of fun. That was my first startup experience after working at large, like sort of Fortune 500 companies um, prior to that. Um, and yeah, so I've had a mix of sort of like large companies, startup and, you know, management consulting firm. Um, and I think all of those types of, all of the experiences really helped prepare me nicely for uh, for Paloma for starting a business. They're all all different. I don't think there's like one better than the other path. I don't think you need to do any or all of them to do to start your own business. Really, there's so many different ways folks can get um, to that path. But I think yeah, I think actually working at Capsule was probably one of the most um, directly translatable um, experiences because working at a small tech um, technology company, there's a lot of like similar challenges and problem solving methodologies that one goes to. So I think that was probably the most um, useful, but then of course working at a big company and um, a company that has a lot of its, all most of its kinks worked out from a process perspective, from a culture perspective, um, all those things really help when you're building a company. So I've seen how great companies do it. And I've also seen how a very early stage company does it. And that's um, both of those kind of help. And yeah. days. Yeah. A lot of us have been seeing commercials like crazy for Capsule with everything going on with COVID, right? Exactly. Uh, what a great time to be in, you know, a company like Capsule or, you know, virtual medicine company like Paloma. We're all kind of seeing how we all were doing all of this, you know, care way before COVID, but it, it's really catalyzed a lot of the need um, for these types of businesses for sure. Yeah, it definitely pushed us further. I think we were ultimately going to get to a point like where we are now with uh, digital health, you know, these virtual care companies, companies like obviously Paloma and Capsule, as you just mentioned, we were going to get to this point, but I feel like this pandemic pushed us several years into the future, right? Uh, Majorly, totally. Which, I mean, it's, it, it's caused a lot of uh, painful experiences out there, right? But it's also... I mean, we also can't ignore the good that it's done for um, innovation in healthcare. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, um, that's one. That's one of the bright sides, I guess, out of all the um, unfortunate tragedy that's happened. Is you know, care has become more accessible, and um, and people are seeing sort of the benefits of virtual medicine. I think all doctors and patients and pharmacists and the whole kind of healthcare system and even insurance companies as slow as they are have even, you know, adapted. <laughs> so um, I, I think a lot of this uh, momentum for virtual care is, um, you know, it's certainly seen, it's seen tailwinds, but I think a lot of it is here to stay. I think it's sort of not, we're not going to go revert back to as much in-person care for things that are don't need it um, as before. That's at least my hypothesis. Absolutely. Can can you walk us through, Marina, how Paloma works? Sure. So we're a medical practice, and we specialize in helping improve care and treat people with hypothyroidism, which is an underactive thyroid, and um, one of the 
main causes of hypothyroidism, Hashimoto's disease. So those are our two specialties. Um, some people may think it's like a um, niche condition. It's actually really, really common and prevalent. Over 20 million Americans have an underactive thyroid, and it mostly affects women. So out of that 20 million, we actually have data to suggest that it's closer to 27 million. Um, and just by way of um, comparison, there's 30 million diabetics out there and sort of diabetes is obviously very important and but just um, I think people realize how important thyroid disease is when you put it in that kind of perspective um, and an underactive thyroid when someone suffers from from it is actually highly symptomatic so people will feel extreme fatigue um, hair loss is a common symptom um, brain fog so like an inability to like concentrate and focus on what you're doing um, memory issues um, and also a really hard time with weight loss. So people will be doing like all the things that they're supposed to be doing, eating right, exercising regularly, but just won't be able to lose weight like they would if um, their metabolism wasn't impacted. And thyroid's a major um, part of healthy metabolism. So when people have it, it's really, really symptomatic for them. And if they're not getting the best care, it's it's really hard to, to feel great. And that's a problem. Um, for many, many, many folks in America and actually across the world. And um, yeah, so we focus on helping people feel better, uh, manage their thyroid medications and manage, we actually take a holistic approach. So it's not just about taking a medication, but it's also about changing your diet and lifestyle and even stress levels and things like sleep um, are majorly related to how, how well your thyroid does and how well you can improve your healing from the thyroid. So we take a holistic approach um, and we're all virtual. So you do your lab work for Paloma um, at home. You see the doctor from home from a video chat and you also see a nutritionist from home who helps you with your diet and all your lifestyle changes that will help patients feel better. Why is it that hyperthyroidism is more common in women? It's a great question. It's not completely understood by science. Um, some of the reasons that are believed um, that it's more common in women is the thyroid and, and you know, thyroid is a, a gland that produces a lot of hormones that are critical to every cell in your body. And women go through um, much larger and more hormonal shifts in their lifetime. So from um, pregnancy to delivery to postpartum, postpartum period and menopause, there's just a lot more major hormonal shifts there. Um, so that's like one theory. The other theory is an autoimmune um, immune theory. So the main cause in the U.S. of hypothyroidism is, auto, is an autoimmune reaction. So your body is actually fighting its, its own thyroid. And um, the reason there is because a woman's uh, immune system has to be much more complex because it has to carry a foreign body that's a baby and not sort of reject it, right? And um, that makes your, autoimmune, your immune system is already very complex and has many, many arms to it. But um, when you have to modulate the immune system so precisely that, you know, all foreign entities are like rejected, uh, but a baby, which is a foreign entity, should not be. There's like a lot of, um, I guess, room for error. And uh, that's like the latest thinking is that because of that sort of phenomenon, and I'm describing it extremely crudely, um, women are more prone to autoimmune conditions of which Hashimoto's and the thyroid um, underactive thyroid resulting from that is, is a part of it. 
So lots of good things for women, you know, <laughs> that we have to deal with. But yeah, that's, this is uh, also one of them. And I think uh, it's really time that the healthcare system gives it a lot more um, focus than it deserves. What are you, I guess, most looking forward to with, with Paloma as we kind of head into the, the second half of 2020? Yeah, that's a great question. We're, there's, just, there's so much um, need out there for good care. Um, we have seen it, so we've been alive um, for just about a year, and we're seeing how patients are so excited to actually get specialized and better care that happens to be more convenient because they can do it all from home. Uh, but we're so excited that we're, like, we've seen product market fit, and we are focused on expanding it and growing it nationally. So there's just a lot of work to do, and I'm just, you know, both really excited and also just, like, um, you know, something that we have to keep in mind that there's so much to do and how our small team can actually accomplish all of those things to make sure that we're delivering um, good care to as many people as possible. So as far as where the business operates today, what, what states are you currently active in? Yeah, so it's, um, I wish it was like an easier answer, but we're, we're selling our thyroid testing panels, so the complete thyroid test, um, all over the states except three states that don't allow it, which is New York, New Jersey, and Rhode Island um, with their own unique state-by-state -state, um, regulations. So healthcare, as you know, is really state-by-state. -state. Um, so we have customers all over the states for our thyroid testing, except those three states. Our doctors are alive in six states, um, and it happens to be the largest state. So Texas, California, Illinois, Colorado, Arizona, um, and Florida. And we're expanding to 30 other states over the next um, six months or so. And our nutrition services are offered in almost every state, but there's also a few states that are kind of more strict on the nutrition care delivery too. So um, most pe we can help most people in some way, shape, or form in every state. And soon we can help folks in all facets of their thyroid care. That's exciting. When, yeah. when are you hoping for that to go into effect, being able to work with people in really any state is this something that will it will happen before end of year yeah i think we're looking in pretty short order we're laying the groundwork to be able to open up care um in almost every state that we can um sort of within within the next six months or so um we're working with a lot of large partners for whom it would just make it much easier to um integrate Paloma if we're more nationwide. So we're, we're getting set up for these large partnerships. And right now I can't share more on those, but, um, you know, soon to come. So we'll be, yeah, hopefully providing care nationwide pretty soon. Great. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, Marina, I've enjoyed learning more about you and Paloma. Where can our listeners learn more about the company? Yeah, PalomaHealth.com. And also, I think our Instagram is um, a pretty informative source. So for folks that are interested in thyroid care, have family or friends um, who are affected, I think almost everyone listening will probably know someone, a family or friend who does have an underactive thyroid. So it'd be awesome to, um, if they could share some of the resources and education that we have for patients. And we're at Paloma Health on Instagram. And hopefully that helps some folks out too. Perfect. Well, Marina, again, thank you so much for, for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I look forward to staying in touch with you and tracking the progress of Paloma Health. And uh, I'm sure our audience will as well. Jared, I love what you're doing too. And thanks so much for 
um, sharing all the different stories from um, healthcare innovators. I really enjoy it and um, appreciate what you're doing at Block Health as well. So thanks for having me. Thank you. Hey everyone, I wanted to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Block Health. Block Health is building the ecosystem of healthcare solutions and services to power the future of healthcare. Through Block Health, healthcare professionals and organizations can use their credentialing data for more. They can use the platform to store their credentialing and licensing related documents, fill out a smart common application that could be used to order multiple different services like provider enrollment, state license registration, state license renewals, and much more. To learn more about Block Health, please go to www.blochealth.com. Thank you to everyone that listened to this week's episode of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. If you'd like to check out more of our podcasts, we're available on all the major podcast channels. And you can check us out on our website, www.sliceofhealthcare.com. And that'll have all of our past guests on there. Uh, You can see our sponsors and you can learn more about actually becoming a guest. Thanks and look forward to another episode next week.